0: let going go now, a little life out here. What the hell's going on out here? It's a lot of fun. Keep it fun. Hello everybody, welcome to the UK Packers podcast. As usual, I'm your host, at Steve Diddy, NFL on Twitter, and of course follow the group, at UK Packers. I've recorded this intro about <laughs> four times now, and you know what? I'm laughing, and you know why? I don't know. I'm here on my own. I think I'm starting to get cabin fever. It's the off-season, and we're all doing the same. I had a very productive week, though. Um, The last we spoke, I was trying to read Don Quixote, which apparently is one of the best novels ever, and I've read the first part of it, and I'm not impressed. But more importantly, um, and I've said this on the podcast, is that I, I've redone the podcast studio. I'm in a brand new podcast studio, and do you know what I did? I went looking for acoustic panels, they deaden the sound um, in a studio. So I went around looking for them. And the extortionate prices they're looking for them is unbelievable. Like two to three hundred quid for a panel. And I, you know, went around to see how I could do them myself. And they're really easy to do. And I say that. And um, yeah, I guess they are. Like, so sort of, they're a bit of wood. You stuff a bit of insulation in them. Wrap them up in a fabric. And there you go. And I was sort of thinking, okay, well, do I want to be in a studio? Um doing a podcast and you know having insulation and fiberglass falling into my lungs and I thought not. But then I looked up a professional one and one of the actual things that they said on it was is top quality acoustic panel using the finest insulation. So I'm thinking I can do that. And I did it. So I got um I was always obsessed with who cares, right? It's the off season. You know what dream for. I was always obsessed with um you know the burlap coffee sacks. I think they look rustic and cool. Anything old-timey, I'm all about. Okay, so those burlap coffee sacks. Thought they looked deadly. I was gonna put some of them down in their kitchen. Um, and when I said it to people, they looked at me like it was insane because I wanted to make air kitchen because everyone knows I'm the coffee drinker of Ireland 2017, right? I want like I love coffee and the rusticiness of a coffee shop. It gives me like you know happy pants. So I wanted the coffee sacks in the kitchen with a wooden interior and make it look like a coffee shop and but what did i do for the podcast studio and uh, went and got wood insulation and burlap sacks and i made a burlap sack acoustic panel and then a brave coronavirus i went down to my local bookstore and got acrylic paints because i'm gonna paint them all up all nice oh pretty um so i'm gonna put green bay Packers signs on them um and all that good stuff is this interesting we're three minutes into an off-season podcast. Is that interesting to people? Anyone wants to know how I did it? Um, Hit me up. I can give you a digger, you know. Because that's the thing. You, you know, I'm a finance guy, and people just assume you're a bit of a gobshite, you know. I once built an eight foot by eight foot chipmunk cage because I never. And that's a true story with Steve. I wish I had a famous player on so that i could listen to me waffle on there's not a lot doing um in packers universe so i thought i'd go on and have a waffle because we don't uk packers hq we do not leave you during the off season i was going to do a podcast all about don hudson but then i couldn't remember whether i'd done it before so let's go through some news and i could will i i think i will i could play clown of the week for an awful lot of these stories do you know what i think i will So surprise surprise right a story came out. So first off Goodeke said that he might draft a quarterback. We've discussed it on the podcast here. Who cares? And then uh, the media rolled with it and made a bigger story than it is because it's off season and then they asked Hard Rodgers about it of course. And then he said that he wasn't too bothered and he had some fighting talk and came out and said you know who the who who Who's that guy? And didn't uh, he doesn't care? And he says he's gonna fight for his job and he's gonna stick around. And somehow that made the news. Aaron Rodgers, future Hall of Fame quarterback, um, says he's not worried about his job. Weird that one. Um, so yeah, and I have to say, with all the stories that are out there, did I read any of them? No, I didn't read any of them because Aaron Rodgers not being scared to lose his job to a rookie, um, or thinking that he's gonna be brought in for actual competition is one of those BS stories that floats around. So absolute Clown of the Week for anybody who partakes in that type of nonsense. The other Clown of the Week has to fall to anybody still doing mock drafts. Also, who cares? Now, we're going to be doing some mock drafty-ish podcast episodes. But again, I will stress, it's going to be looking at the positions in need and what are the main players that are swirling around. Because the minute you make a balls of one trade in a mock draft... Which is all hypothetical. Anyway, and then it's these lads who do mock drafts and they have to select what players the other teams go for as well. I mean, play a lotto. (laughs) You know what I mean? You might fare better play a lotto, bro. And, um, you know, anyone who says to me, Hey, Steve, check out my mock draft, bro. Well, we're not friends anymore, okay? Delete your Twitter and Facebook profile and don't talk to me ever again. But look, speaking of talking to me, I, I released that podcast last week where I did up a spreadsheet and went back and got all the stats of the rookie wide receivers. Very carefully I say that. And I did some analysis on it doesn't really matter. No one gives a... No, I used to work with a guy who used to go, doesn't matter a damn. So it doesn't matter a damn. Uh, you know, what wide receiver uh, that we go for or when we go for him because we've had purchase the further on down the draft that we go. So... It doesn't matter where we draft the wide receiver. And I did all this sort of research to it. And again, it's the off season. And this is the thing about um, podcasts and everything else. The difference between longstanding podcasts and the ones that just go (laughs) after a week or so is persistence. And it's hard work. And hold on. Hold on, wait till I get this. It's hard work. You've got to stick at it. You've got to keep. We call, they call us content career creators, right? And it's it's difficult, you know? And the, the time that I am um, spending. I don't, but anyway, it's it takes effort to do it. So anybody who reaches out to me, and for some reason, and I say for some reason, and, and it makes me think, is last week's podcast just good and then everything else is just shite and everyone's just messaging in saying Steve that was really good Christopher Hitchens said it and this is really grim Christopher Hitchens said it just before he passed away Um, the amount of letters that he got saying like you know I don't know if I should reach out to I just wanted to let you know I enjoyed so and so and he said the amount of letters that he got and by the way I'm not dying okay but um, he he sort of said that he felt that way too that he was going to write to somebody and he didn't in the end and he said no you know they're probably not gonna hear it or whatever anytime anybody contacts me sends me an email or a dm or a private message or a text message how'd you get my number um it's it is honestly greatly appreciated i really do appreciate hearing from everybody especially when you just give me your opinions and stuff um but yeah if you want to reach out and, and tell me what you think of the podcast i never get those messages and go you know what what's this crap about it's it's amazing i really love hearing from people because sometimes and I know I can look at the stats and the numbers and all this type of stuff and I, I know people are listening. But sometimes it's like talking into a void. So it's always good to um, hear from people. What you find funny, what you didn't like. Um, and may, hey, yeah, send me your mock drafts, you know. So there's not a whole lot going on in, in Packers universe. There's some good uh, articles out there. Again, we're not sponsored by them or affiliated to them or anything else. The Athletic is quite good. Matt Schneider, Um, who is... You know, the bad guy in Die Hard. And also a fantastic beat writer uh, for the Packers on The Athletic. He's after coming out with some nice pieces. Um, but most of it's waffle. Can someone let me know when the next... You don't know who this guy is, but you should know who this guy is. Dot, dot. Here's a heartfelt story about why blah, 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 blah. There, can someone tell me when that story's out? There's always a story about a guy who's like way down the prospect list. Um, you know, it's probably not gonna get drafted. Has some interest story. They definitely bring them out after, you know, the seventh round pick is is joins the organization. And they go, You don't know Joe Bloggs, but let's tell you a story why Joe Bloggs was Joe Bloggs. And then they go into some backstory. You know? Um some of it uplifting, most of it absolute twaddle. Uh, so yeah, Matt Schneidman comes out with a piece forecasting the packers depth chart which was quite a good piece and in it he has that we we bring in tight end austin hooper and here's my two cents on it is if anyone cares i don't think we go for a tight end the free agency i'm sorry i don't think it was a non-factor last season jimmy did some nice things at times um, he was good down the stretch i'll say that till him am blue in the face um but again he's you know word on the street surprise surprises he's gone wow Uh, so he's gonna go look we took a punt on martellus bennett didn't work out jimmy graham didn't work out when you bring in a veteran um it's not really gonna work out and there's rumblings on Twitter from people saying that they've watched the tape on austin hooper and they're not convinced and if these are sort of um armchair quarterbacks or you know then there's the really good analytic guys looking at the situation and saying "mino likey well then you better believe that Brian Gudekunst is going to say also "mino likey so i don't think he's going to take the punt on it his philosophy is they go for young players with their career ahead of them and have we not got that in in Jay Sternberger like do we know what we have yet no um and there's some prospects that we can bring in in the draft as well that might might act as a one two punch The definite area of need, of course, is the wide receiver, Um, inside linebacker. We can probably address the tight end situation in the draft as well. I don't think that we're going to go tight end and free agency. It's too much money for very little upside if it doesn't pan out. And it hasn't panned out for the Packers. And how far did we get without stellar tight end play? Very far. Um, Where do tight ends catch most of their passes? In the middle of the field. Which gets you picked off easier in the middle of the field? What does Aaron Rodgers definitely not like getting doing picked off? So, you know, now again, is it down to him and his stats to run the team? No, but I don't think we go for tight end in free agency to pay over and above. I just don't think it makes sense. Now, speaking of Mr. Rodgers, let's get on to the CBA stuff. The amount of trash talking I see going on about Aaron. Um, and again some of his stuff that he said on so basically what what are people moaning about there's the CBA that's coming into place uh, they've rushed it out according to people out the players to vote on it just barely squeaked by the 32 team representatives to get it out to the players to vote on and there's this sort of aspect out there this opinion that it's been rushed through too quickly Aaron Rodgers does not like it and he doesn't like it because it gives an extra game uh, potentially more teams you know, it dilutes the playoffs. It gives, you know, it, it shaves off some time off training camp. But then, and then when it comes to the wages, it brings up the minimum wage, guys. And some of the criticism that he said of himself was, is people are looking at him saying, well, look, you're one of the top paid players in the NFL. And what do you care about the minimum wage, guys? You kind of don't understand what it's like to be us. And that's probably relevant. But what I would say is, is for a player who's earning so much money to be against it, um, it's probably because it's in the best interest of players perhaps and he's a fairly cerebral guy you know he's answering easy questions on Jeopardy I mean we all know this right so in all fairness he seems to be a thoughtful enough fella uh, he thought he w- he said he was brought in as kind of what did he call himself a show pony that he's brought in as kind of this show pony sort of big name and that they didn't expect him to get up and speak and think he was so good at speaking and it's like okay Um, but he doesn't like it and he doesn't like it because of more playing time not enough money from my two cents so here's the argument from people they say shut your tatas and, and get out there and play you're getting a dumper load of money everyone who's watching the game uh, doesn't want to A. be disrupted and doesn't care about a bunch of millionaires moaning um, and yes I guess you can find some truth to that but let's look at the, the real nuts and bolts of this thing the owners are earning colossal amounts of money and they wouldn't be able to earn that money if, for two reasons number one the players play. And number two, the fans pay for it. So, would you work for a company that was earning 10 billion and they wanted to pay you 40 grand a year? And the only reason that people tune in is because when you're sitting at your desk doing those accounts, people cheering you on, bro. You know? And these players are putting their bodies on the line. They, you know, they don't have uh, an infinite career. It's very finite and they don't know from one hit to the next when that's going to knock them out of the game. Now, they're all professionals, but then there's one that's perfect. So, you know, you have players who try to rip the heads off people. Uh, you have other people who try to smack other people on top of the head with their own helmet. You know, you'll have these sort of shenanigans going on. But, you know, you've, I mean, look at Todd Gurley. You know, hes he was dynamite on fire. There was rumors about arthritic knees, like an old granddad. And his form suffers. You know, the offensive line falters. They can't get the play action going. So is he bad? Is he ill? You just don't know. So you can be a blistering player and fall straight out of favour. And then you're never heard of again. And we already know that these players, when they get all of this money, they sometimes come from zero money. They get a ton of it. And then they squander it all by the time they leave the NFL. Because, you know, their lifestyles. Now, they have better financial advisors, you would hope. But still, that ridiculous number, like 80% are broke within five years. So these guys become job logs. They become like me and you. And they've got no money. And they likely got rushed through high school, college, on scholarships. um, And they can't step into a job, sometimes I would imagine. Um, and all of them think that they can become analysts. You know, there was that story that Kevin Cadle used to say about Cecil Martin. That Cecil arrived at the Sky Studios thinking he could waltz into the job he'd played before, so he could just come out with whatever. Now, Cecil, super nice guy, very entertaining, but the criticism was on, you know, thinking he could just walk in without stats and just wax lyrical about whatever. Um, And as we can see on some pundit places, there's some pundits that should not be pundits, and there's some players that can't be pundits, Um, with the exception of Tony Romo, of course, because he reads people's minds. But when it comes to this type of thing, when these players, yes, they're earning millions... Uh, but they're also generating billions, and if they're the ones that could be potentially be knocked out in the morning, absolutely squeeze every bit of money that you can out of the game, and don't let the guys who are earning billions and billi- billions and billions of dollars um, off you, and then you sort of settle, you know. And the first time, Roger, you're saying like the length of this deal is ten years. Now he mentioned that you know for the likes of the Masters, they renegotiate it after every year. Nobody, I would say, wants that volatility. But it's always going to go in favour of big business. And if you're a player that's putting literally at times your life on the line uh, when it comes to concussions and everything else, well then you're damn sure want to be paid for it. So why not try to get as much money and free time and all that stuff as you can? These players all retire by 40 or earlier anyway. And it's generational wealth. I mean, you're setting up your kids. So how can we begrudge people? Like, you know what I mean? No one's going to march into your job and say, oh, I can't believe you're asking for more money for your kids. Come on, who cares? Um... And, it, you know, you'd wonder, too, I mean, about this extra games week and diluting the playoffs. It, you know, dilutes the product. And then people are looking at the XFL and really enjoying it, too. So um, who knows what state the game's going to be in? They need to be careful, too. Anyway. So free agency is going to start very, very soon. Uh, we're about a week away, and then we're into the draft. And, again, I keep saying it. We're going to have Andy Davies on. And Andy and myself have been going back and forth a little bit, and he's been... Um, just excellent analysis as always uh, and of course our resident expert Peter as well I'm not a big college fan um, I won't lie not really into it um. so I'll need the guy's guidance for sure and we'll have a nice chin wag now of course I'll delve into it and all things uh, draft and we'll have a great couple of podcasts for you coming up but as we say it's simmering along nicely for the off season if you listen to any other NFL style podcast uh, it's all a load of waffle but sure look lads thanks for coming along for the ride um, you know with this old Paddy Packer. So if you want to follow me at ThePaddyPacker on Instagram, at Steve Diddy NFL on Twitter, feel free to drop me DMs, uh, private messages, emails at info ukpackers.co.uk, and visit the website www.ukpackers.co.uk and also the NFL Europe shop, right? Now, I don't know if it, whether this is some secret. If you put in UK Packers 10 into where at the very end when you pay you get 10% off they have a massive sale site-wide and they haven't taken down the discount code which sometimes that they they do um without telling us as well by the way um, so get on there and type in UK Pakistan and get yourself an extra 10% off all of the bargains that are already there some of the ones that I quite like are the pop figurines that are there they've Brett Favre and Bart Starr the nice little signature pieces um, but there's everything on there like jerseys and hats and everything else on sale so you know get on there and bag yourself an extra 10% off it sort of works out as free delivery but anyway and if you want to support me and buy me a nice cup of coffee one coffee a month and get a t-shirt and again hit the website UKPackers.co.uk and get onto the shop and you can see the t-shirts if you want to buy me a coffee and you can get onto Patreon patreon.com forward slash UKPackers dear Lord Jesus Christ I've got to pay for acoustic panels boys and ladies um, so that's it anyway I'll stop waffling be back next week as always at Steady, the NFL, at UK Packers, get onto the Facebook group, Instagram and Twitter. Till then, go pack go and see ya.